次の駅はアニメドロップアウトです閉まるドアにご注意ください Welcome to Anime Dropouts All right, happy Halloween. Hello. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween. Welcome to Anime Dropouts. We have a big episode today because it's all about、Tricks、Fall and 29 anime、oh. and tricks and, treats. and tricks and treats. And we are dressed for the occasion now. Yeah. <laughs> it feels legit. Should, we, we should cosplay all the time. But yeah, but yeah very, <laughs> very special occasion because it's Halloween. Yes. All right. My name is Tin Dang, the host of Anime Dropouts, and my co host, as always, I'm, I'm Joey Min.、Uh, Art school dropouts. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right. You know what? Let's just jump right into it. I actually have、nice. one thing I want to talk about before we get into everything. Oh, what is it? Okay. So I was on Twitter looking at an announcement for a new movie, and the first three comments spoils who dies. <laughs> what, what movie? I don't want to say it because it'll. Oh, spoil my God.、Everything. I feel like I figured out what you're saying though already. Yeah. That's the thing. I hate people on Twitter. It's like, you read the manga. You're not special. Reading、yeah. is the minimum requirement for children. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I shouldn't read it then. I'm, I'm assuming it's for the.、Uh, don't even say arc, it. <laughs> yeah, that arc.、Okay. But yeah. And, but besides that, actually, we actually got a trailer for the My Hero Academia movie coming out at the end of this year. Oh, shit. Really?、Mm-hmm. Mm. And it starts off with, I guess, like a weird future scene.、Mm-hmm. So. One of the things they hinted at was that part of it might be either in its current arc in the manga or it's just like a, you know, a future, like a. Oh, just like a kind of a. An omen. Yeah, yeah, just a quick omen. But wow. That's coming on December.、Omen? Oh, man. That's a, that's a trend. <laughs> well, omen means it's a bad thing. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, well, there has to be bad things for the good to come out through it. That's true. Okay. Good save. Good、All、save.、Right. Now. Mm hmm. Just a little background music to get, kind of get into it. I paid $20 for the voice line, so I'm getting my money's worth. All right, so what have you been up to? Ah, I actually just came back from. Well, we all just came back from Colossal Con. Yeah, Colossal Con. That was an awesome convention. That is probably the best、uh, con I've been to. I haven't been to a lot of cons.、Mm-hmm. But I did. I was at Otacon the, the third year it, <laughs> when it first started a long time ago. And seeing how everything is now is. And that was still at the Baltimore Convention Center, right? Yeah. Okay. I, it was just like one floor. Like, I mean, you can walk around, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it,、mm-hmm. was, like, it was nuts seeing 300 people for、yeah. anime back then. Now it's like yeah, thousands and thousands of people there. Oh, yeah. I was scrolling through Reddit and I saw a couple of pictures of conventions in the 90s. And it was like. It was like JoJo characters, but they were so cool. Like, they didn't give a fuck. They were wearing like high heels.、Mm. And it was, it was so dope. That is the crazy part. It's just, it's just crazy how, how,、um, how expanded it is now. You know? People like the culture itself. Or, like,、um, well, I guess like the anime culture here in the like, you know, Western world. Actually, everywhere else outside of Japan, if you think about it, like、mm-hmm. how expanded. Like,、um, Really、big, I know there's really big conventions in, in like Southeast Asia. Yeah, Germany I mean, actually has a good amount of conventions too. I, I heard that too, right? And oh, was it even a 
Puerto Rico since Jared was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like I saw pictures. That's like, it's nuts. It's like it's a worldwide phenomenon, and it kind of, you know, one of those things that brought people together. And I kind of like that. You know? Yeah. If you guys actually ever have time, just visit a convention. It, it's a nice weekend. I mean, I recommend ColossalCon because you're at a water park all weekend, and it feels more like a vacation than it does a convention. Because you don't have to be too, like I think for the other cons, right? Um, certain cons are really weeby. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just that, you know, maybe you're not too invested into the culture itself. Maybe you just like an anime and just wanted to, you know, be there, but you're not really into everything else. And uh, Colossal Con is definitely one of those cons for, like, for me that I, even though I was surrounded by people cosplaying and people were there for, mm-hmm. for like the anime subculture, I guess, it was nice just being at a water park. Because there was a moment in time we just, we, like all of us just took off our cosplays and we just started riding rides. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was amazing and I thought that was fun. And then just sitting in the hot tub for like... Sitting in a hot tub <sighs> drunk, then getting out of the hot tub makes you super drunk. Oh yeah, it's when then, you lie down quickly uh, and then get up quickly. That's kind of the, the good rush. Then like Steph and everybody got me into this big funnel water ride thing. Like, it, it, okay, it, it was one of, one of the rides is like... Um, I guess it's I guess their scariest one I guess it's like they dip um, it, they high drop you into this big funnel oh it's called the, the thing that the smoke that thunders I guess that's what it was right yeah it's like and then you swirl around and yeah. then you fall into yeah, a pit and I was like I was riding I'm like okay this is good but it was that drop into that big funnel thing that like got me sober for like 10 seconds <laughs> I'm like what <laughs> like literally but it, and but that's the thing too and like everybody was so nice there and it's also like I, I guess if you think about it, too, I think you said it that it was very much a uh, a very aesthetic like cosplay um, con, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, because of the the pool and everybody, it, it was it felt really nice because it was like it was such like a very colorful like cast of people there, you know, cosplaying and they're in the pool and they're enjoying it and it just it was so it was so much happier than like your normal con, you know, and I really really loved it. Yeah, it's a lot different. It's like people are just on vacation. There's people cosplaying. There's photographers. And then there's, you know, just regular people that watch anime casually. But they just want to be there for the atmosphere. Yeah, and it's... Everybody was so sweet. Like, I I, I guess... I never really saw the cosplay community like that before. Like, literally, everywhere you walk, there's always somebody, like, you know, like, praising somebody else's cosplay, no matter how bad it was. You know what I mean? Like, depending on the quality... like everybody was just like supporting each other it was really really sweet and that's one of my favorite things about cosplay when like you know you kind of like get a group together or you're just seeing like your favorite character in cosplay and you're like oh my god can i take a picture oh yeah what'd you make this out of because you know a lot of people put hours tons of hours of work into it yeah i, I bought mine guys so <laughs> it's okay i bought mine too <laughs> but this real tea all right, so before we actually get into fall 2019 anime, just your initial thoughts, because a lot of these are basically adaptations that you've never read before. And I am I did read them, but I guess like seeing from your perspective, since it's kind of like fresh and new. Yeah, okay, so I, okay. Uh, oh my gosh, I don't know. Kemono Michi, right? Uh, I love wrestling. I thought I would I thought I would really like it but it was just kind of 
it fell flat, I felt, to me. But, like, mm. I am going to watch it because it's still kind of cute. I think it's still kind of funny. Like, how he could just tame every animal. I guess he's a big animal lover. I thought it was cute. Uh, mm, you got to okay. check it out. I don't think it could be that deep anyways. Um, yeah. I think it's friend. kind of hard to juggle now because we have shows that are continuing from the summer season and fall. And it's like, why can't I hold all these shows? I know, right? Oh, it, my God. We're literally watching, like, 10-plus yeah. this season. Because I just probably... Well, what, one of the shows that we're not going to talk about today, but like uh, caught up with Doctor Stone. I like the last episode where I'm at, where they okay, well the last episode I think I don't know whatever sixteen or whatever it is, and I uh, left off with the whole him finding out the name of his the, that village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm freaking out, dude. Like I was like, oh man, I really want to. You're really like, invested now. I'm super <laughs> super invested. Right? So that's like another thing. All right, but um. So let's see here. I didn't get to watch Boku no Hero yet, but I heard it's just a preview episode. Okay, yeah, you're just saving yourself. Yeah, saving myself. Oh, like yeah. a chast version, like yeah. the before prom night. <laughs> you know. Um, but definitely, uh, let's see here. What else did we? No guns life. Like both. Li- like I was really expecting just because of the trailer, like super hard boiled. You know, like film noir type of uh, detective show but he had kind of like it was kind of like the same animations how I felt from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood when mm. he gets cutesy like he has the same face as like um, uh, the older brother I mean the younger brother mm-hmm. right the armor so, but yeah. it's cute I do like it so far um, definitely want to definitely want to check that out yeah the quality has just been going up and up yeah. for a lot of shows like even though like I thought the pacing was very fast, just the animation itself, the art itself is like really awesome. I think uh, it's really really crisp, right? Uh, what was the other one? Wait, I'm gonna cut you off right there oh, okay. because get we'll get into the discussion, but we'll take a quick commercial break oh, okay. right before that. So, go on. Hey guys, welcome back. We're, we're here again. All right. Got a little break. Just trying to get something to drink here. Okay. I think we should actually start with Beastars first since that's fresh in our memory. And I've been so excited for this show to come out. Which is funny because you've been t- talking about that. And I looked at the trailer and I didn't think I would want to watch it. It's amazing. It's like, it's a so far from what i've seen it's amazing yeah i feel like a druggie trying to get people into the show like yeah. i'm holding the spoon out like you want some <laughs> I, I that's what jerry said is very very furry <laughs> like a very furry fantasy but like but how do i the animation for how the characters moved was so lifelike at least you know to me right and and it's a uh, they have like the small little human uh, and idiosyncrasies just like little tiny ticks like you can see it yeah like, tiny have, ticks like playing with their hair like yeah. just or, like fixing themselves up and even walking I feel like they probably like motion captured it because it, it feels too real like the movement is way too real no one I don't think like an animator was there I'm like oh I'm gonna give this little rabbit a tick right you know, it's almost lifelike tick. like what the heck like someone has to be motion capped you know, motion capture that thing. Yeah, That's I mean, whatever method they're using, Studio Orange is like really killing it with the animation. I feel like CG, you know, maybe a couple, two, three more years, and we'll have it where it's like really high quality. Because we also watched Kengan Ashura, mm. and that's also in CG. Yeah, like 
How do you feel about that though? Like, what if they actually did like, um, I don't know, like actually motion capture that? Would that would that change anything? Like, when do you think that would actually benefit some of the the three D animes? Because like this one does not suffer from the flaws of like say, uh, the the gut like you know, uh, the berserk, berserk anime or the all of the other uh, the fist of the north star one like the fist of the blue sky one. Oh, okay with you know the tree mean? trunk necks yeah like it, it's just like it's 3d but it's weird but this 3d and they almost share some of the same uh art style where it's like the uh hard black outlines right and it still looks nice like it's just because of the movement i think all everything about it is because of the movements you know yeah definitely to me it feels like there's a different flavor out there for everybody. So if mm. you like like the traditional 2D, there's shows for that. If you like kind of like the photoball style, like in Kimetsu no Yaiba, or even like, yeah, yeah Fate Apoc, uh, you know, all the other Fate shows out there. But, you know, every single time, the quality's getting there. Beastars is just awesome in the way they frame different certain shots because... It, yeah, it's very cinematic. Whoever, I guess, I'm assuming the manga looks like that too, right? Like, it's basically the storyboard for the anime, right? Uh, not a direct one-to-one. Okay. But I was surprised by how well yeah, they who- planned things out. So I think one of the main things that stood out was like the confrontation between Lagoshi and what is it, that cat? And mm. Luis yeah. is in the same room. And when he bore his fangs, it was only in the mirror that we could see that he was bearing his fangs out. I was yeah. like, that's that gave yeah. me goosebumps. The, the, do you know who the director is? Uh... I am not exactly sure, but they also did land the lustrous and a couple of episodes of Roni Kenshin. Like from the nineties? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's that's pretty good, actually. And I you know, it's uh like I said, there was like effort, like and love with that uh particular show from what I've seen so far. It's only first episode, so definitely gonna watch it now. Kinda like the whole Tuesday and Carol thing. Carol mm. Tuesday thing. Didn't think I would like it. You showed that shit to me. Fucking fell in love with Carol and Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a quick overview. It is humanoid animals, but. Xeanthrope? Z- uh, Xeanthrope or something like that? That's a, that's a term for that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. But being animals actually plays a pivotal part to their character. You can actually mm-hmm. see when they're interacting with each other, like what kind of animals are bullying which animals and what kind of animals are more at the top like carnivores you see like even in the classroom they're separated like the herbivores are on one side the carnivores are on one right. side and the show starts out with someone getting murdered right getting eaten yeah eaten and that's the thing too like i'm invested like i want to know so how it's like you know the society how it's yeah how society is set does up. the carnivore actually do they eat meat like you know what i mean like i mean are is meat the other herbivores so you know what i mean it's kind of a weird exactly yeah and jared brought up a funny like just like a thought mm-hmm. in the wind like what if there are people like running around naked and they're like <laughs> the food for the animals biologically it wouldn't make sense though we're not as nutritious yeah as we're like more endurance no i mean we have we too. we we use nutrients so shittily in our bodies and we don't <laughs> we're not nutrients at all like, you know, you know, like nutrition at all. It's like, even if something ate us, it'd be like, ugh, like, we can't fucking live off of humans. That's gross. Yeah. And what would humans even live off of? Like, we can't just eat plants all the time. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> they would just be herbivores. It's just, <laughs> it, it makes sense, right? 
there was a cute scene when the wolf saw a grasshopper. So that and I saw an anteater earlier, either an ant like an anteater or an aardvark. I don't know what the hell it is, but it looked like an anteater. And it just proved okay, so at least it could eat insects. And so what does that make that? Is he a he's a that's a carnivore, right? That's a carnivore. If they eat insects, they're carnivores. Yeah, but I guess since what anteaters predate on are insects. It's kind of like on the lesser scale, like they're not eating other people. Yeah. Well, other, yeah, like sent, like higher sentient. Yeah, like, animals, not people. <laughs> right, yeah, like the people animals. The yes. Zeothro, whatever the word that is. Okay. But I, I just thought it was funny. There's an anteater there, you know, trying to hit on the bunny with his long ass tongue and shit. I thought it was funny. And all the other girls are just bullying that one bunny because she seems like I guess since she's on like the lower level of like predation. the bunny spectrum, yeah, on the she's bunny like a, spectrum, was it like a, a dwarf bunny? And which is funny because like that that Harlequin bunny had like two omnivores like following her. There were two cats. One was like I don't know what the other one looked they like. Were a, cats, like right? A, like a ferret or some shit. I don't even know. Yeah, it's kind of weird how that society works because yeah. she was picking on that dwarf bunny Haru mm-hmm. because she kissed her boyfriend. And I'm like, these are animals, and why am I so invested? I know, right? <laughs> it's actually really cool. And there was like a meerkat there, and I just wanted to touch her tail. Like that's in my head. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, you saw Legoshi's tail, and that he said that too. <sighs> Animal tails are cute, okay. mm. but yeah, but awesome show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, actually, you know, one of my, I'm probably gonna, one of the things I'm probably gonna look out for this this season. You definitely have like a great picks for yeah. It's more of a journey of self discovery, so I'd say it's more similar to Vinland Saga. Then oh, is it like? So I'm assuming the whole since you read the manga, I'm like I'm guessing that gets resolved very quickly. Who killed or ate the other herbivore? Oh right, I wouldn't say quickly, but you will get to see the story through Lagoshi's eyes since he is the main character and okay. he's he's a good natured boy he's like a gray wolf like pretty much top of the pack of the carnivores but he's still like very kind he's very thoughtful and he's friends with like a lot of the herbivores and like backstage crew in right. the play because like i guess it's more like i i guess uh, i wonder where the story would go mm-hmm. cuz you said it's kind of like a slice of life kind of like a self discovery thing and even if the, these were just normal human beings, the storyline, it's still kind of hefty, the idea of like, hey, somebody just got murdered on school grounds, right? And that's kind of like almost, you know, segregating or separating people together so or away from each other. So I wonder when that gets resolved, like what else is going to happen? You know, that's what I'm, I'm excited for, like how this whole school life is going to pan out. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I, I, it's like one of the top, High budget animes or something right now, because that's sick. All right, awesome. So let's move on to, uh, you know what, Fate Babylonia. And this is kind of heavy because I know you have a lot of I questions. I have so many questions. And I recently got into it. So, Babylonia. We, yeah, we're like two blind guys trying to find a bathroom. So, it, because this, like, obviously, this is another story. It's never been a game. It's never, does it have a source material or is it just straight up? The Fate Grand Order mobile game. Is what this is based on. Wait. Okay. What? Okay, so quick overview. Mm -hmm. Caldea is an organization 
started by one of the mages in the first Holy Grail War. Is that mage ever... You don't know the story about that mage, right? We've never seen it in the... Uh, yeah, you don't see it in any other anime. And You'd only know from the game, war, I think. I'm guessing it's like back in time, right? Like Yeah, because uh, what is it? Uh, Fate Stay Night is the third Holy Grail War. It is? Yeah, in Fuyuki. Wait, 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 wait. Is it the third? Yeah. But it's not... Oh, wait, so, fourth, right? Because like I thought the third was Fate Zero. Fate Zero, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. so fourth Holy Grail War, so... It's much before that, but Chaldea is an organization that and is it every, works like, on self-preservation. Years or every fifty years or something like that. Uh, not exactly. Because I know um, Fate Stay Night happened ten years after the third one, right? But in between the the one to three was supposedly like, it's it's like a actually like thirty to fifty years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not based on time, but more like around events. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, so Chaldea is this organization that works to prevent the destruction of humanity and what they've done so far is you see the two main characters mash kirillite and fujimaru yeah they've gone to six different singularities in order to preserve humanity at that time because there was a crisis that needed to be resolved and it's but but they're in the future though yes so that means it was predestined that they would have fixed those singularities I don't want to get into like the whole time loop thing or whatever, oh, however it works. Is it in the same timeline or are they fixing other timelines? I think is it's in the same Marvel timeline. Shit? Okay. But yeah, this is the seventh singularity. So this takes place in Babylonia in Mesopotamia with, you know, King, Go- uh, you know, Gilgamesh yeah. and Deku, all those kinds of characters. And there are other servants. We've seen like, I think, uh, Ishtar and she has like the physical oh. embodiment of Rin. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's Ishtar. Okay. Yeah, and the sixth one is actually Camelot. So did they, oh right, because they did tell, they did list it in the anime. It's the game that when you play the game, the mobile game, does it go through the first six? Yeah, I think you go through all of them. And the sixth one, there's going to be a movie for that sometime in 2020 or afterwards. But you play through it in the game. Yes. So the actual mobile game actually has the story in it. Yeah. So you'd have to play oh. the mobile game for it. Oh wow. Interesting. Yeah, I think we covered this on another podcast. Like, I never got started in the mobile game because I kept three rolling. Right. Because Berserker and Archer are S tiers, and I couldn't keep getting them. So you just have to keep rolling. Yeah. But anyway, because Fate Grand Order is making so much money. Yeah, but it's still a gotcha. Okay. Like gotcha gotcha wallet. So (laughs) that's why they have the good animation for it. Oh my god, that is so smart. That is so smart, actually. Okay, so so the mobile game actually has a pretty hefty lore. If I do play it, it could, it's something that I could get invested in for. It's like a single player game that lasts for I don't know hours or how, is it like is it like a? You'll probably play it for a couple of months to get the whole story, or you could just watch YouTube videos of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A fate to lifestyle now. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> But it is a really good show if you're into the Fate universe. You like like all the historical characters that kind of like get introduced in that way. And I was talking shit about before because they had like some of the weirdest characters like Jack the Ripper is, you know, a servant in Apocrypha and some dumb shit. But I'll hold on to my reservations for that and I'll keep watching because right now, like the animation quality is really high. Action scenes are pretty awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I'm invested. So... The characters that we saw in the anime for for Babylonia, are they 
could you get them as characters for the mobile game? Like, do you follow the game with them, or what is it? Yeah, I think they're NPCs, but you could also roll them as characters. Oh, I see, I see. So, it, okay. All right, I was just thinking if the game was actually really tied into what I just watched, you know. Okay, that's interesting. I might, I might actually really check that out. Yeah, I think, I think you should just watch the show for now, and then if that interests you, play maybe the- check the movie out next year and play the game while you're at it. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, it is a time sink. Oof. All right, let's move on to Kemonomichi. I feel like we should have went into that after Beastars. After Beastars? <laughs> <laughs> to be more in the yeah, animal but- realm? Because, like, okay, I know I said something earlier. I think it's cute. I think the whole concept is cute. I like I like wrestling. I like Tiger Mask. I like, you know, pro wrestling. You know, I watched that as a kid. So this was cool. It, it's just... Well, one, the animation really isn't there. Oh, wait, one, one last thing. Oh, sorry. I forgot to tell you that... So the, the writer of Beastars mm-hmm. is actually the daughter of the writer of Baki. Which is the fucking... What? That's the wildest shit. That's some... Oh, that's she, some B-star she, shit. I mean, that is some B-star shit. And she did not want her uh, you know, persona to be in public. So she wrote B-stars without like the nepotism that's all involved in it. Nice. Oh, that's sick. Well, she got daddy's... Uh, well... Baki's weird, though, storyline-wise. Baki... I, well, it's, it looks crazy. It, okay, because like, obviously, combat... Manga. I read that. I love Baki, right? Pretty sure I'm Baki somewhere down here, honestly. But uh yeah, like how it ended. I mean so I'm on this I'm in the camp where I didn't think like the ending was like what the fuck? Like I was just kind of mad at it, but Okay. But it's still it's still good, don't get me wrong. But um But that's sick though. Like obviously if she wrote that by herself and hopefully, you know, she got her own uh break to to get that manga made. You know, without the help of her dad, that's awesome. Yeah, she's Holy really crap, talented. How old is she? I have no idea because uh, she took a picture with her dad, but she was wearing like a chicken mask mm-hmm. to kind of like hide her identity. She looks like she's not even like thirty, probably. <laughs> she's probably in like well, our how, range how old or younger. Is her dad, that, I mean, crap. I guess then again, I've been reading. Oh my god, I read Baki. Yeah, wouldn't Baki's ready to be like in his fifties or sixties almost have now? To be. Yeah. In his six, I would say yeah, like sixties, late late. She's my age. I guess. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Okay, All in awesome. the family. All, All right, well, family. back to Kemo Namichi. Okay, because like the first thing I saw, like I remembered when we were like ta- like watching B Stars, was that uh, Legoshi, right? Then I saw the 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 first big werewolf dude that. Uh, Kemo oh Namichi. my god, he they're just, really like, similar. Rubbed his chest down and made the like. That's kind of cute though. Like I, I kind of, it, it's a feel good thing. It's kind of weird. It's, it's a, you know, it's like they set it up like, oh man, he's a pervert. He's gonna like rub that like, uh, I don't know, dog girl down because like the, the dog girl looks like a girl, and her older brother looks like a werewolf, and he went after the werewolf because it's like much more fluffier. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I thought that was cute. Like but, but the animation really isn't there. I don't know if I'm really kind of invested in it. it. It's it's a very it's very childish. It's very very childish. Yeah, like it's jokes. more in the comedy vein. Uh, yeah. Although, I guess I'll still keep watching because the writer is the same writer for Konosuba, and I kind of like that humor style anyway. So, I'll, yeah, I'll keep watching and then see how far that goes. But uh, episode two, you didn't watch yet, but the fight scene in that is actually really awesome. I think you might enjoy that. And Kimonomichi? Yeah, Kimonomichi. Yeah, the last thing I saw was like he fought the 
Cerberus, like all of them. And he just, he like kissed the dog's butt. Like he was doing <laughs> some like real, you know, know, yeah, daddy, like dog daddy stuff. And like, I mean, I'm allergic to animals. Like I'm allergic to anything living being. Like that's really just me, bad genes. But like the shit he does in that, <laughs> in that show for all the animals, it's like, it's cute. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know if I love animals that much. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, even though his little Akita or like Shiba Inu is adorable. As oh hell. my god, the Shiba Inu when it's like in the middle cuts of the episodes. Yeah, just running that's around. So it's so cute. cute. Yeah, it's the cutest thing. So that's the one thing that would pull me into it because it's just like it's like a feel good, cutesy anime. That it's not really. I don't. I mean, I I hope it doesn't go into the fan service like you know realm mm-hmm. because it looks like he, as he says it in the anime, he just loves any animal no matter what gender, right? He just loves fucking animals, right? So. I mean, it seems cute. I watch it, but you know. Yeah, still, I, still iffy. Yeah. Still okay. Iffy. Yeah, I mean, I'm just super hyped about wrestling. In episode two, there were like drop kicks, clotheslines, lariats. And I gotta fucking watch. I'm it. like, so, oh so shit! Full, like, is it really good fight scenes or is it like low budget fight scene? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, it, it was too it was too good for <laughs> the budget. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? They spent the money on that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. All right, how about one more commercial break and then we'll finish up the rest of the shows. All right. Okay, so hey, we're back, and I know it's always in vogue to hate on Isekai, but I will be one of the. This is the hill I'm gonna die on. Oh God! Like there will be swords like through my back, like my own reality marble. I still like Isekai, and this season's Isekai is actually pretty good. Cautious hero. Actually, I like it. It it, it's it is something different. Like even like the, I feel like even the writer made jokes. About Isekai itself, like you know, with the goddess, what the goddess was saying. Yeah, it's very parody, more meta, and I kind of like the system how it's the goddesses are the ones that summon the heroes to the world. So we kind of see more of the show through their kind of eyes. I want to make an Isekai. Your very own Isekai. Yeah, I just I think it'll be funny. Oh yeah, like, but okay. Well, what are your thoughts about it? Uh, My thoughts so far, I think one of the biggest highlights is the voice acting. So say you plays like the straight man, but the voice actress for the goddess Rista, she is amazing. She is absolutely like the fact alone, like she has her cute voice, then her, she has like her inner thought voice. Yeah, like she oh, has the so comedic sexy. timing down. Like, <laughs> so yeah. So she drools over Seiyu. Yeah. So like, oh stick back. Yeah, oh and she, back. like she oh, yeah. gets like the nasally, like almost like the drooly voice. Yeah. It's so endearing. I don't know how to explain. It. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. yeah, her range is like really high and I think part of the draw of the show is that it's parroting the isekai. So it's actually, I think, the light novel was like around 2015, and the manga started like a year or two afterwards. 
So it's actually very recent. So you don't have to worry about like the story being feeling like a little bit dated, like uh, you know something like Sword Art. Because mm-hmm. like, I I think because uh, yeah, like you said, it's very meta. It's, it's supposed to be like a parody off of everything. It's like where, you know, I guess the isekai. It's like the whole point of it's almost kind of like a not it's not just a power fantasy but it's like the growth right like you it's a it's a very easy way to show like hey this person came from another world they're leveling up here because it's a game hence growth or whatever and this dude already starts at level god or something oh he's at level one but his base stats are like 300 and we saw the other characters they were like 15 20 right so that's the thing yeah one of the heavenly kings is level 18 then you find out this guy has is like you know he's like three times or like at least close like more than twice her level mm-hmm. right <laughs> and which is kind of funny because you don't see the growth i think that's like the funniest thing about this is like even though it's an isekai you don't see the growth you might see i don't know i don't i think the growth is more with the goddess and not with him right cuz he's always mm, okay that's an interesting way of taking it right cuz like he's always you never you never see his training he just like Literally, like, a two-minute thing, and it's, like, comes back. He's like, how the hell did you get these fucking skills, you know? Like, exactly, yeah. His entire shtick is basically push-ups, pull-ups, calisthenics. Yeah, and, and a room. <laughs> which I think is kind of... It's amazing in a way, but I know that it's, like, poking fun at the genre because I know, you know, there's characters like, you know, like Kirito, who's like, oh, yeah, I'm so badass, and... I'll do all this preparation, but this guy takes it to like an absurd level right. that nobody like ever really gets yeah. to. Yeah, because it, it it takes away it takes away like the the chosen one complex, mm-hmm. like all of these other heroes and isekais, and it's just like this guy isn't a chosen one. He's just that's just he's just worked on. <laughs> like he just works out because like he's too cautious, right? But it doesn't make it seem like he has some game sense, you know. And it, it's kind of like he already knows. Like certain things that he's talking about, and like you only hear that in like, um, I guess Japanese animes, or, mm-hmm. or I don't know, because like, I don't, I don't know if there are games, like in Japan only MMOs or something like that, right? Where you have a skill called like there's so many animes that use the skill fake out that hides your right your hides levels. a true level. I've never seen that in MMOs. Maybe like maybe I don't I don't play enough, mm. but I don't know how. You know, you can make your crap private i guess but yeah like you know if you're like a level 99 you're like oh level 56 yeah it depends on the game system because you know in runescape you have like different attack stats Mm -hmm. that add up to your combat level but instead some people do like okay i'll just level up my mage to 99 and leave everything else at like one to you know the base levels Mm. so then when (laughs) you walk up and see like a level 10 but he he's actually casting like the highest level, like fireball, right? And, like just destroying oh, okay. you. Okay, then I guess I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I haven't played that much MMOs. Okay, yeah, that's like a weird way of it. But I guess one of the fun draws of Isekai is like, you know, we're both gamers and we kind of like to compare ourselves to what the character yeah, is doing exactly. and like how we would go through it. I mean, I also like the idea that he's basically min maxing. Mm-hmm. Like he's, it'd be kind of cool if they. Well, no, but like the idea of him leaving and getting resummoned again because he's like re-rolling or something, <laughs> that would be funny, you know? That would but, get really meta. Because like, you know, even in Maple Store, you had to, if you, you had a specific build, yeah. you got to re-roll your character. Yeah, you got to re-roll for the 444. 
or something. If you do something like a dexless assassin or something, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so even even in Maple Story, you had to reroll. So yeah, I thought this was cute though, like him literally just training at home base, and he doesn't. And the thing is that he doesn't even adventure if you really think about it. Literally, he came to the one th- uh, the one town, overkill the slime. Then the boss, like one of the one of the bosses of the animes, attacked him. Went back, trained. Like you didn't see anything because right? I was like another two minutes. Comes back and like now he's, you know, twice our level. So it's just like a boss rush mode that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, and it's also part of like the world that the goddess was summoned to. She got the most difficult world or something. Yeah. And so all the like the kind of meta gets turned around. So like the easiest village is actually where you know one of the four heavenly demon. Kings, kings are, are residing like i thought it was nuts but i like it uh it's not as it doesn't pull me in as like a normal isekai i guess because like it, it's making it too jokey to me and mm. I, but it's very interesting and I, I i do i will watch it solely for the fact that i really love the voice actor i really love the voice actress yeah i love the acting in it and that it's uh you know it's a character to min max and i think that's actually i think it's more common for like really hardcore gamers to min max, then they do just, oh yeah, I'm gonna have fun. Like, yeah, nah, man, I need to, I need to hell's fire to slime and atomic split splash. <laughs> splash. That's one of the like deep dives that I love to do on YouTube. Really? I watch like the Monster Hunter like min maxing people yeah. from Japan, and like yeah. you gotta like pause and see like what their build is and what they're doing. Right, you see the competition because they have competition. Yeah, which is nuts. Like just seeing two people work perfectly in tandem you know like one person is like attacking the thing while the other one's just setting barrels then somehow he knocks him out and his fate and like the monster's like head just lands next to the barrels like they planned this like you know it's anyways yeah like they're speed runners they're you know like pro gamers <laughs> i like it yeah all right so we finished pretty much basically everything mm-hmm. last one we're gonna save for today's episode is no guns life there's actually a lot more shows going on this season but you know we might not be able to cover it right. i might be able to cover it in like a separate video kind of like a deep right. dive like a but just like yeah honorable mention right like uh i know i'm gonna watch alization mm-hmm. because i'm already invested even though i didn't like alization season one i'm gonna watch alization season two because i want to know what happens because it's bothering me i need to see this through the end yeah i need to see it through the end yeah so that's that's one thing dr stone's amazing did they do they have new Vinland Saga episodes? Or yes, Vinland Saga, I think, I th- 13 or 14. Oh, so they, they are continuing it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't Two know. Course. Oh, shoot. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much. I think I want, I don't know, uh, I think I've been seeing it lately. People have been saying that Copcraft is good. I heard like it a... was a slow build up to um, it. So, I think if you like, like the cop buddy duo okay. it's, it's a, like reverse a reverse isek- yeah, yeah. A reverse isekai right so the other world comes to us kind of yeah. thing so if you have time like you can actually get into it it's not bad and i'm actually watching a show called babylon not to be confused with Babylonian. the fake grand order yeah. one so what's it's babylon about a cop thriller but it's really interesting so the main premise is this cop is trying to find this secret organization of higher-ups that are basically using a drug that coerces people into suicide. The heck? Yeah. Also, it's modern day, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the cinematography is like the biggest draw of it. It feels almost like 
a blockbuster movie in the way that the scenes are framed. Like, I think one of the things that they did was during an interrogation scene, they kind of like changed the aspect ratio. So you feel a lot more claustrophobic in it. It's crazy. Check that out. Yeah. You guys should definitely check that out too. All right. But yeah, No Guns Life. I love the way it looks. I love the way it looks too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like futuristic, but still kind of like dirty, gritty. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a neo noir. I, I, I'm, I would like to assume that it takes a lot, or it takes at least some ideas from Blade Runner. You know, mm. so it's like a very, and the whole detective, you know, like the hardball detective, private eye in in future, is you know, it's just, it's really cool. It's a really cool concept, and you know, no, like, I'm assuming from what they were saying that. There are other well, you see it in the in the opening too, but there are other people with the gunhead that he does, and there were soldiers. They were like in the gunhead slave unit. So, they, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. he's not like the only cyborg like that. Like there has to be other people that were part of that army or that company. Yeah, just unit. a quick, uh, quick background. So it's kind of like a futuristic setting, and people can kind of physically augment themselves with like cybernetic parts so you see like people walking around with like cybernetic eyes or arms or different limbs and yeah there's a certain set of people that were taken up away to be like a part of the military and those are called overextended so basically full body i guess yeah full body basically everything gets replaced and our main character juzo inui is a guy with a fucking gun for a head i mean his name is i don't know what so means but like juzo ju means gun so that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's why when I say like, I was like ah, I get it, but I think, but like you know, obviously too. That's why it's saying after they explain it, like there was a war that happened previously to the show, and that you know he was part of the yeah like the gunhead slave unit or something or whatever they're called. So there's other people that have gunheads that look exactly like him because I guess they're all the same model, you know, overextended. Oh, I guess. Okay, so you you meet other o- overextended characters or you see them walking around at least in the city right i think so yeah okay so interesting interesting yeah Mm. that's a very i love noir stuff yeah and it's also by studio madhouse so can you really miss a studio madhouse yeah show the animation is always gonna be top notch yeah source material looks really awesome it's very gritty looking and man the ending of the first episode was so fucking awesome because he had like a almost like a revolver chamber in his arm and he used that to like power himself up and it's something, and yeah. Beat he, a said train. Some, he said something like, in some German, like, Faust Funke. Oh, okay. Like that. That's Funke, what it was. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that I, was you know, like a finishing only, move. It's I so have cool. no idea what that means. I only know Funke because of, uh, if you guys ever watch Arrested Development, there's that dude. Okay. Well, the family member, they're called, like, they're the Funke or something like that. Or, uh, okay. Anyways, yeah. I only remember the Anyang kid. <laughs> well, that's the dad that adopted him. Oh, uh, okay. The, the Funke samurai. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyways, yeah. So definitely, I, I think, yeah, No Gun's Life is, is, is sick. And there has to be something that I, I feel like maybe, oh, wait, they they were inferring that the trigger on his head, he probably does some, like, angel arms, like, Vash the Stampede type of power if somebody were to pull that trigger on his face, on his head, sorry. Yeah, I haven't read that far, but I'm looking forward to it, so. What, he can't just diddle himself you know <laughs> maybe he's so muscular he can't even yeah. reach <laughs> that's back. what it is 
maybe that's what it is. Maybe they were like soldiers. Like maybe they were partnered up with other human soldiers during the war. That oh, some checks and balances type of shit. Yeah, or yeah, like the team kind of thing, apple seed kind of thing. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Definitely one of one of must watch. A lot of things. This a lot of the things that you mentioned. I think all of them I'm gonna watch definitely. Yeah. There is basically almost no time, but I think I I can try to make time for it now because I can also render while watching anime, which is kind of cool. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, your computer could do that, huh? Yeah. I, the channel the channel's growing. Channel is growing. All right. So stuff let's wrap up for today. Yeah, definitely. So you guys can always check us out. Anime dropouts. We are also on you know Spotify, iTunes, whatever place you listen to podcasts. But our YouTube channel is growing. You can subscribe to us at Anime Dropouts. We'll have videos weekly and different kinds of series. It's almost like an anime club that we never had. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, we're trying out some stuff. So, you know, you guys just let us know what you like, what you don't like. And we could definitely uh, you know, change up like the content that we have on here to make it fit the, the club. But thanks, you know. Yeah. And until next time. See you guys. Bye. Thank you.